welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. Today, we are going to focus on Hobonichi, their current 2023 offerings, what I'm excited to order, and more all related to this iconic Japanese planner brand. But first, we are going to start with an on-theme planner piece. This submission comes from a listener named Sarah. She lives in Missouri, so I'm not, you know, quoting myself here. And she works as an in-house attorney. So lots of things to track and lots of tasks to manage. She wrote that she began with a Spring Start Hobonichi in April of 2021, influenced by my writing and on the podcast Best Laid Plans. So thank you, Sarah. She switched from the Franklin Covey Planner, which she found quite large. There were thick pages and two-day daily, so it was hard to refer back to prior entries because the backlog was too heavy to carry around every day. Sarah was sold by the idea of weeklies, monthlies, daily, and a yearly overview in one book. And so she chose to get the Hobonichi cousin at that time. She writes that she settled on using ballpoints instead of gel pens, particularly the Uniball Jetstream as it worked best with the Tomoe River paper, and notes that her spreads tend to be very minimal on the dailies, just pen, but her weeklies tend to have more fun with decor, stickers, highlighters, and she enjoys using these both to look back and keep track of tasks and also to memory keep. So thank you so much, Sarah, for this submission. She sent in photos as well, so you can go ahead and go to the show notes, and I'll include some of the photos that Sarah submitted as well. So I'm so glad to be able to share that planner piece because this episode is dedicated to all things Hobonichi. As I'm recording this, the 2023 website has just gone live and I am filled with excitement about all the offerings this year as well as the new covers. So I hope that comes across in the energy of this episode. But first, I'm going to take a little bit of a look back and tell you, I don't know, where I started with Hobonichi. I ordered my very first planner from the Hobonichi website in 2014. I believe I was influenced by a blog post of a now defunct planner blog called Plannerisms, where the author Lori wrote about a miraculous planner that had daily, weekly, and monthly pages. And at the time, I don't think there were any others like it, and I was super intrigued and went right ahead and made my first order. After that, I will say I was hooked. I have not exclusively used Hobonichi throughout the years. You guys know I've tried many others and enjoy playing with others like Full Focus, Hemlock and Oak, Erin Condren. And there have been phases of my life, for example, when I've had young babies where I just find the daily pages in the Hobonichi too much for me and I need something else. But I always seem to go back and I enjoy so many things about this planner brand that it is worth dedicating today's entire episode. So what do I love about the Hobonichi? I love that they have the dailies, weeklies, and monthlies in the same book. Again, there are a few other options that are starting to have these. Um, I featured an Etsy one, plus there's Amplify, but this is definitely the most compact. If you want to have a book that's not huge to carry around, the Hobonichi is where it's at. I love the minimal styling that the Hobonichi planners use. There are not a lot of prompts. There's not a lot of decoration. If you want to get decorative, you can get beautiful covers and you can use pretty highlighters and accessories and tabs, but the meat of the planner itself is super, super simple. It's just lightly gridded paper and dates, and that's about it. In the English versions that are coming out this year, I'll be interested to see how I feel about having the quotes because I actually feel like 
not being able to read the quotes in Japanese was never a bad thing to me because I'm not distracted by what somebody else is writing in my planner. So we'll see how I feel when I can actually read the quotes and extras that are included. I love that Hobonishi has grid lines everywhere. There is never a blank space for me to write without guidance. And the grid lines are a beautiful, printed, subtle, light gray color or muted colors in the various months of the cousin, which I really, really like as well. So it seems like a really small and silly thing to enjoy in a planner, but I just feel like Hobonichi does their grid lines so well, and the vertical layouts of the weekly section is just incredibly functional and perfect for me. And then finally, I love that the Hobonichi releases beautiful covers that come out and make me super excited to order every single season. And I'm going to go through all the different types of covers that they offer in a later section of this podcast. But I have to say, I always get energized when I see what they have on offer. I will give a disclaimer that I have zero affiliation with the Hobonichi brand. I would 100% sign up to be an affiliate if that were an option, but as of now, I don't see any kind of opportunity like that, so I am just going to be extolling the virtues of these planners from the goodness of my heart and just to share with you all. Okay, so what options do they have? This year, they've come out with some more options, and I'm going to go through kind of a detailed list of the different sizes and different offerings that they carry. The first size is the A5 size, which is 5.8 by 8.2 inches. Well, it's really 5.83 by 8.27, but you get my gist. Smaller than an 8.5 by 11 paper. Basically, honestly, similar to if you folded it in half and had the 8.5 on one end and then half of the 11 on the other side. So about half the size of a legal piece of paper. And the Cousin is the one that I use, as I mentioned, has daily, weeklies, and monthly. The regular Cousin goes from January 1st to December 31st, so it's a calendar year, and it is now offered both in the classic Japanese as well as in English. So the layouts in the English are supposed to be exactly, I say supposed to be because I haven't actually seen this book in person, but from what I've read, supposed to be exactly what's in the Japanese except for the quotes along the bottoms of the pages and the headings and such are in English instead of Japanese. So that's super exciting. They also offer a cousin of VEC version. A VEC, or French for with, I guess is because there are two books when you buy a VEC. There's a January to June book that has the first six months of the year and then a July to December. I believe you can buy the July to December separately in the latter half of the year, but I don't think you can buy the January to June separately. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure you buy them as a pair or you can buy the July to December by itself. That only comes in Japanese at this point, and obviously it's about half the thickness of the regular cousin. There's also another A5 option which does not have daily, weeklies, and monthlies. It just has monthly spreads and then a bunch of blank pages in grid that are gridlined, and that is called the Hobonichi Day Free. I've never actually ordered a day free, but this might be the year that I experiment with one, though I'm thinking about the A6 size, not the A5 size. But this can be great for those who are more inclined to do freeform writing and don't want to be tied to a date per page, but still want monthly layouts that they don't want to draw themselves. For those who are total minimalists and just want, you know, the Tomoe River paper to fit in some of those beautiful covers, Hobonichi offers a plain notebook in both the A5 and A6 size. All right, so that was all the A5 stuff. And then the A6 stuff is um, half the size in area of the A5. It's 4.13 by 5.83 inches in size. And they sell in the A6 an original, which goes from January to December in Japanese. 
An English version, which is styled slightly differently with a slightly larger grid that's also January to December, and that has daily and monthlies, but no weeklies. They sell an AVEC version that's January to June and July to December, just like the A5. And then they sell the day free, which is just monthlies and blank pages. You can also buy a separate weekly insert for the A6. So if you want daily, weekly, and monthly, you can tuck this insert into the planner. I will say it's a pretty tiny weekly layout. I did try this one year, maybe like 2018, and found that it just wasn't quite enough space for me. But I will say it can be nice to have your weekly separate from your daily if you're one of those people who likes to look at your weekly while you're drawing out your daily. So this is a good option for someone who wants a very compact system, still wants a weekly layout, and doesn't mind having a little booklet tucked into their main planner. Then finally, there are the weeks planners, which are laid out differently. They have the days of the week on the left and a blank gridded page on the right, followed by a number of notes page. I think it's about 70 notes pages in the regular version and three times that number in what they call the mega version. And for the first year, the weeks is coming out in English as well as Japanese. And the weeks is narrow and tall. So it's 3.75 inches wide, so quite narrow, but 7.4 inches tall. So almost as tall as an A5, but narrower than an A6. And this can be a great planner for those who are really into kind of the bullet journaling format, but still need some kind of anchored weekly calendar, especially the mega. I've seen people do really creative things, keeping daily logs in the blank sections, and there's over 200 blank pages or so in the mega version. And then finally, there is the five-year journal. I have one that I bought in 2021, so I've been using it for almost two years now, and that has the day's going from each year on the left. So a gridded area for like, you know, August 24th, 2022, and then underneath that 2023, 2024, and so on. Obviously this year's edition will have 2023 through 2027 on it. And then on the right, it just has a blank page. You can paste in photographs, you can write things, you can draw pictures, whatever you would like. And I am two years into the one I have right now. I do not fill in every single entry, but I'm pretty good about doing it more often than not. And I think of this planner as a keepsake more than just my regular planners, because I don't plan on keeping all of them, but I do want to keep this five year. It's a more expensive product to start with. And the fact that it has five years worth of entries makes it you know, something that I really would like to keep long-term. All right, we're gonna get take a quick break and then I'm gonna be back to discuss a little bit more about the paper and the covers that are on offer this year. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. 
Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, I am back. So what makes the Hobonichi special and allows it to fit all these types of pages into one book that is relatively portable? Well, as you might have guessed, it is the paper. The paper is what many people love about Hobonichi, and it's also what some people really don't like about Hobonichi, because you imagine a paper this thin is going to have some characteristics that might not be as desirable to others. The paper is 52 GSM weight, so it's quite thin. Some people describe it as like Bible paper. It's a little bit, kind of tends to be crinkly, but it's also very, hmm, how do I put this? I guess opaque, not in the sense that it is not going to ghost. So when you write on Tomoe River paper, you can definitely see it on the back side, but it's not a bleed through whatsoever. Pretty much almost nothing bleeds through. I read that alcohol markers can bleed through, but they're designed to bleed through. Even watercolors do not bleed through this incredibly dense coated paper. I really like using it with ballpoint pens and mild liners. I know some people don't mind using it with gel pens, but as a left-hander, I've never found a gel pen that was smudge-proof enough to work well with me and Tomo River paper. I have a low tolerance for smudge, and I'm a highly smudgy person, so put those things together, and I really prefer using ballpoint, specifically the Uni Jetstream or, in a pinch, the Uni Acroball. No, Pilot Acroball. Sorry. <laughs> they are changing the paper for next year. The paper, the specific mill that's used to make the Tomoe River paper is changing, or I guess they don't even really make the current type anymore, but they have such a stockpile that they're able to use consistent paper for 2023. But in 2024, they're switching to what's called Sanzen Tomoe River paper, which is supposed to have some different characteristics. It's still thin, so I don't think the books will change size significantly. That would be a problem since many people keep their old covers and are not going to be happy if they can't fit the new planner in the old covers. It is supposed to be a little bit 
rougher, like a little bit more feedback as you're writing. And for me, that sounds kind of like a plus. I'm not a big fountain pen user. Actually, I'm not a fountain pen user at all, although I kind of have fountain pen wanderlust and want to try them. For those who are diehard fountain pen fans, I've heard mixed things about the new paper, but apparently we're going to get a sample sheet included in our 2023 order. So I'm super, super excited to see what that new paper is like. And I guess I'm optimistic because I just don't think they would use bad paper. This company is too obsessed with quality and their materials to use something that isn't going to work well for most people. The paper is a little bit of an off-white. It's not a bright white. And in the weeks, it's more of a yellow or ivory. I have a friend who hates that color and otherwise would use the weeks. So it is a deal breaker for some, though I am not bothered by it. The grid lines are 3.7 millimeters in almost all of the products, except I believe they're four millimeters in the English A6 and a tiny bit smaller, 3.55 or 3.56 in the weeks, I guess, to go out, go with the slightly, like to make it fit on the slightly different sized page. So what's the big deal about all of the covers? Like, why do you even need a cover? Well, the Hobonichi book itself is just kind of like a paperback. It's not the most durable, and it's just plain white, so it is very minimal looking. And I have seen people that just use a plain old Hobonichi book, maybe with a clear plastic cover on top for a very minimal look that's still relatively durable if you have plastic on it but a lot of people like to dress theirs up a little further. Now this year, they're also coming back with an, a Han, H-O-N version that's like a hardback Hobonichi, so I'll be excited to kind of see how that looks, but I am gonna stick with the old soft cover version and buy the covers that are for sale on the website because honestly, for me, that's just part of the fun. Every single year, they release a whole new number of colors, styles, designers, etc., and it's kind of like my own personal Christmas seeing what they have on offer every single year. So they always have some different color, like solid color combinations, usually with cute names. Like this year, there's an apple cinnamon and a dreamy soda. There is always some plaid and striped options. Like there was one last year that I really liked called, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name, but it looked kind of like a men's suit. And this year there is a black pinstripe version and kind of a brownish plaid that they called brownie that I thought was really cute. There's a number of floral patterns, like they come in Liberty fabrics, so that classic like small flower print um, in really beautiful textiles. There are almost always covers by a designer named Mina Perhonen. I believe that's a pseudonym that means butterfly in Finnish or something close to that. So that kind of fits with her aesthetic. And I have a number of Mina covers. They tend to be the ones that really attract my attention. And there's one every year that's actually made up of pieces of old covers by her that are called Peace Mix that every year I kind of eye and think about whether it's going to be my year to buy them because they're expensive. And then there are a number of other artist designers, some that show kind of photo-like art, others which are more whimsical, just a whole bunch of different and beautiful covers in both sizes. They sell leather covers that are usually quite luxurious, and they're usually, you know, $200 or more for most of them, especially in the A5 size. And then there's some really, like, fun covers, Disney, Sesame Street characters, anime characters, etc. They had a whole Animal Crossing line that was super, super popular. So I can't do it justice. Definitely check out their website and look at all the gorgeous covers they have on offer and know that many of them are limited edition and only come out for a year and then they disappear. So the website. I know it can be intimidating to order from a website that's 
The prices are not in dollars, but their website has come a long way since I used to order from them. There's a whole English version. If you accidentally pull up the Hobonichi website and it's in Japanese, you should see a little button that says English or just Google Hobonichi website English and you will definitely find it. So it is not in Japanese, contrary to popular belief. The prices are listed in yen, but that's an easy conversion, um, at least if you have a window up that has Google like currency converter on it. Currently, as of when I'm recording this episode, 10,000 yen is about $73. And to kind of give you a couple of reference points, the A5 Cousin book with no cover is 4,200 yen, which is currently $31.39. And the fancy A6 Mina Perhonen cover that I really want is 7,700 yen, which is $56.34. So yes, you have to do some math, but Google will do that math for you. And it's not terribly hard to see exactly how much you're going to spend. There are some added shipping costs. It sounds like those are even more exorbitant if you're shipping to Europe. But for me, it's always been worth it to have the full selection of the catalog of the covers that are on offer and just the fun of ordering from the Hobonichi company itself. And yes, I've placed orders with them every single year since the very first one. So this will be perhaps my 10th order, 2014 to 2023. Very exciting. There's also a couple bonuses you get when you order directly from them. This year, it's a little canvas bag with 2023 on it. And then you also get a pen with each planner that you order that's a Uniball Jetstream in a specific color for each year. I have an incomplete collection of these pens. I wish I had every single one. It's kind of depressing to think that I've lost some of them and they're so irreplaceable, but they've been red, they've been yellow, they've been clear, they've been light blue, they've been many colors. And this year they are an interesting blue and brown combination. So I'm always excited every year to see what color that Uniball Jetstream pen will come out in. You do not have to buy from their website. The Hobonichi products are also available at JetPens, although it usually comes out a few days after they come out on their site. You can also buy a lot of it on Amazon, and they actually list Amazon as an official retailer on the Hobonichi site. And then there are a number of brick-and-mortar shops in various countries in the U.S., none in Florida, unfortunately. It's so sad. But there's a couple in D.C., there's one in Portland, Oregon, there's one in Chicago, there's some in Texas, and there's a couple in New York City. So if you are in the U.S., you might actually have a store near you that sells officially as a Hobonichi retailer. So what am I ordering this year? I haven't totally decided, but I've mostly decided. I believe I'm going to get the English A5 Cousin with a zippered cover. It's a dark green cover, and I think it's called the Menudo or something similar to that. Venudo, that's what it is, which is um, supposed to be kind of like a faux leather with a velvety feel to it. I've never gotten a zip cover. I might hate it, but I have enough extra A5 covers from prior years, so if it really doesn't work out, I can switch out of it to one of my older covers. I also am thinking about trying the A6 in the day free so that I can use that for just general note taking and actually I think I may use it as a place to house all of my goal setting in one place this year. Currently I'm using a combination of the power sheets and Apple Notes and various pieces of paper and I do kind of miss having all of my goals lists in one place. So I think an A6 day free might work beautifully for this. And then I'm also eyeing the weeks. I do think I may wanna employ a content planner for next year. 
And I also feel like the Weeks would make such a great meal planner and shopping list vehicle. So jury's out on what I'm going to order in terms of the Weeks, but it's going to be at least one. And then Annabelle <laughs> has already expressed interest in a day-free so I think we'll be making a sizable order and I'm super excited to place my order. So when can you order? The orders come begin on September 1st at 11 a.m. Japan time, which is August 31st at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So I believe this episode will come out before that happens. So you can mark your calendars or set your timers. There's no real need to rush, however, unless you have very specific covers that you're interested in um, because they do sell out of certain covers, but they're not going to sell out of like the planners themselves. So that's about it. That is my 2023 deep dive guide to the Hobonichi line. I'm so excited to see these new products, particularly the cousin in English. I feel like I've been waiting for that for so many years and I'm just excited to see it in person as well to report back on what next year's paper will be like. These are kind of mysteries and so I'll be awaiting that Hobonichi box with bated breath once I place my order. I would love to hear some of you share about what you might be thinking about ordering this year if you're interested in Hobonichi or if you have any questions related to these offerings. Since this episode does come out before you're able to shop, just let me know. I'm happy to answer any of them for you. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful week perusing the offerings, and I will be back next Monday with a really, really fun guest episode. You can find all of the details and show notes, as well as pictures of Sarah's planner piece at theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com. All right, I'll be back next Monday. Have a wonderful week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.